Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Good evening, I should say to you guys, and welcome to the Whitfield Report, uh, Saturday edition. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, not live from NGC Studios by the time that you've watched this, but I have recorded this in the past, present, future hour before I went on vacation. It's the magic of YouTube that I'm premiering this episode now, and y'all are uh, watching it and still chatting in the uh, live chat box, probably gossiping about me, uh, or just chatting amongst yourselves. Who knows? I might have popped in the chat room uh, already to watch with you guys. In uh, which case, hello, future Sam. Uh, This is weird to watch uh, myself from the fourth parallel, but I uh, enjoy it. Fourth wall break. Um, I might not be there. I don't know uh, on Saturday night what I'll be doing. I could be slinging back a few uh, beers in North Carolina. I don't know. Um... At any rate, uh, I am on vacation this week, or uh, by the time you guys see this, I'll be on vacation. Um, 
Right now, I'm recording this episode on Tuesday night before I leave tomorrow uh, for a family vacation in North Carolina. But I still wanted to put out a show for you guys. Uh, I put out an audio-exclusive podcast for you guys on Thursday uh, talking about the culture war a bit. So I hope that you guys who tuned into that enjoyed that. And if you haven't yet listened to that episode, what are you waiting for? Uh, Obviously, you want to finish this episode first, but you also want to head over to the audio podcast. uh, Wherever audio podcasts can be found, search the Whitfield Report and uh, check out this week's episode on the culture war. Um, Real quick, as always, if you feel like contacting me about the show or uh, anything, feel free to uh, tweet me. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 70 underscore NDC, hashtag Sam's Savages. Follow me on Gab at Sam Whitfield, although Gab is up and down, as we all know. Facebook.com forward slash The Whitfield Report, and uh, thesamwhitfield.com is my web address. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, tonight... I figured I would uh, change things up completely for you guys. Uh, I've talked about movies on this show before. I've talked politics. Um, I'm not going to really do either of those things tonight. I'm really going to get a bit esoteric. Uh, And actually talk about something else I enjoy, which is books and fiction and novels. What I enjoy reading and what I've been reading uh, lately. Uh, More specifically, I like politically incorrect literature. Uh, Not the literature some of you guys are thinking, but... um, I I enjoy fiction and non-fiction, but uh, in terms of the fictional genre, I enjoy uh, thrillers and specifically, you guessed it, political thrillers. And uh, who is my favorite thriller author? Well, I have a few. Uh, Vince Flynn, who did the uh, Mitch Rapp series, I like that uh, a lot. One of my favorites, probably my favorite thriller author. Uh, Brad Thor, even though he was kind of never Trump, he he writes objectively good stuff. His uh, books are entertaining. However, no book and no author has made me simultaneously laugh at some really dark shit and also... Uh, just have absolute well moments at the power of literature, quite like James Elroy. Now, some of you guys may recognize that name, some of you might not. Uh, and this is going to be a show mainly about James Elroy, or as I like to call him, the master troll of authors and the king of politically incorrect literature 
in the modern era. And plus, he's one of our guys. He's kind of conservative, so I like that about him, too. Uh, James Elroy. Let me pull up his uh, Amazon page. Um, so that you guys can uh, see what I'm seeing. And we'll watch a couple videos on him as well. His humor is quite uh, dark, but quite funny, too. And as I said, he, he's a troll. So, uh, James Elroy, right? Let's go to his Amazon page. Okay. So, uh, my lower third is kind of obstructing the screen here real quick, so let me move my uh, lower third over here a bit uh, so that you guys can read the bio. And uh, I'll also link to his site in the description because, meh, mm, why not? Anyway, though, uh, James Elroy was born in Los Angeles in 1948. He is the author of the acclaimed L.A. Quartet, The Black Dahlia, The Big Nowhere, L.A. Confidential, which, yes, that is the same L.A. Confidential, the uh, Oscar-nominated film with Kevin Spacey, uh, Russell Crowe, and... Uh, Kim Basinger, very good film, uh, and White Jazz, as well as the Underworld USA trilogy, American Tabloid, which is easily one of my favorite novels. That's part of the reason why I decided to do kind of a show about this tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um... American Tabloid, The Cold 6000, and Bloods, A Rover, all which are very good. Um, he is the author of one work of nonfiction, The Hijacker, The Hilliker Curse, My My Pursuit of Women. Al White lives in Los Angeles. That is actually outdated, by the way, because uh, about five years ago now, Old uh, James Elroy decided that uh, old Los Angeles was getting too expensive for him and uh, moved into my old uh, stomping grounds of Denver, Colorado. Uh, needless to say, I was already here when I found that out just a year ago, and I admit I am somewhat jealous that one of my uh, literary heroes is, uh, you know, is living in my old state and I'm not able to go, you know, to one of his book signings because I don't think he travels to Florida much. But um, at any rate, he's working on some new books too, or he has published uh, two new books. The first uh, is Perfidia over here, which you can um, 
see that came out back in uh, let's click here right that was published um, you know uh, let's see when was that published I believe okay 2014 okay by the way all of his books are set in the time period of the 1940s and 1950s uh, you will hear him explain that this to why he uh, has decided to set his um, you know books in the 40s and 50s of, of Los Angeles so Perfidia was uh, is one of his more recent books his most recent book, which I just picked up, and uh, I'll probably be listening to this on the road, is um, This Storm, which was published uh, June 4th of this year, 2019. Uh both Perfidia and This Storm uh, take place during World War II. It is his epic, uh, one of his epic masterpieces. But, um, my favorite book, and the one that I recommend that all of you guys pick up, <laughs> is American Tabloid, Underworld USA. Number one, all I can say is that this book fucking rules. Why? It's got everything that I like. And I mean everything. It's got deep political intrigue, right? This series, the, the American Underworld, the Underworld USA series takes place a bit later in this, in the, 50s and uh, 60s. This book begins uh, during 1958. We see uh, this book is fiction, but real world characters uh, come into play throughout all his books, fictionalized versions of real people. Uh, so, this book basically follows, American Tabloid follows the political handlers of uh, JFK. And, uh, you know, we get to see how Kennedy got into the uh, White House, the, the, uh, the Underworld connections, the Sam Giancana connections, how, uh, you know, Poppy, how... Uh, you know, Pappy Kennedy was a uh, bootlegger. We get all the juicy, uh, you know, details on the Kennedy fa family. The uh, affair with uh, Marilyn Monroe in this book is fictionalized to a certain extent, but Elroy also talks to some Secret Service agents uh, who were there during the Kennedy administration. So basically, this book's takes place from 1959 
you know, when Kennedy was first running his bid for presidency all the way up to that fateful day in Dallas, everything in between, Elroy kind of, uh, you know, presents his own conspiracy of who killed Kennedy. That's not the, uh, you know, that's not the entirety of, of the book, um, but that is part of it in the third act, at least. But pretty much what I like about this book in the Underworld USA series is, right, America, we kind of have like this idealized uh, version in our heads of what the 1960s was like. Everyone thinks that the 1960s, particularly the early 1960s, was a time of, uh, you know, relative innocence, or at least that's what the normies think. Uh, no. Politicians were just as, you know, dirty then as they are now. Uh, you know, people were just as flawed and uh, inhumane. Everyone was, you know, fucking, sucking, you know, killing, murdering each other. The world was just as dirty then as it is now. And, uh, you know, th this book doesn't really have a happy ending. It's just, it's just humanity. The good aspects are portrayed of it in this book somewhat. The baddest aspects are portrayed. It's, it's just, it's a time capsule, but it's a raw, real one, too. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, so... American tabloid I would certainly recommend really all his books I would I would recommend um, the other um, book that a lot of people recommend if you have to read just two uh, obviously you want to read uh, American tabloid but you also want to read Ally Confidential. The movie is fantastic. The book is even better. Again, it shows specifically in Los Angeles how Hollywood has always been, you know, pretty slanted to the left uh, and how they've always been doing their thing. Um, how, you know, how there are good cops and bad cops in LA and you know, sometimes crooked cops and good cops, you know, the lines get blurred. And oftentimes in this book, you will find yourself rooting for the quote-unquote anti-hero. Uh, this, this book is not politically correct either. None of Alvarez's works are politically correct. If the social justice mob gets its way these books will probably all be banned at some point. Uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. God forbid that doesn't happen. Over my dead body, that will happen. But who knows with the way publishers cave to politically, to politically correct uh, gibberish these days. Um... 
LA Confidential is an epic noir, a crime novel of astonishing detail and scope, written by the best-selling author of The Black Dahlia. A horrific mass murder invades the lives of victims and victimizers on both sides of the law, and three lawmen are caught in a dead in a dead in a deadly spiral, a nightmare that tests loyalty and and courage and offers no mercy, grants no survivors. Now, these books are also long in the tooth to read, but they're fantastic as well. Uh, okay. Where do I begin with the, uh, you know, clips here? Shall we? Let, let me switch this back to the, uh, camera view here so uh what what is hang on i've i've got a i've got it oh that's amazon prime i thought it was something uh, counting down on my computer. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, so where do we start off in the clips department? So, like I said, uh, you know, Elroy is a, is a hilarious character. Well, first off, I want to uh, start off playing this clip, James Elroy on Obama. So, um, this is hilarious. This is where you can see that he's somewhat conservative. I'll also be playing a, a, a segment of an interview he did with Michael Savage a few years ago. That's pretty good as well. So, um, here's James Elroy on President, on President Obama from an interview back in 2012, actually. So, uh... You know, let's let's pull this clip up. Uh, cut number clip number one. Uh, go. First of all, Obama looks like a ringtailed lemur, and I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I think he's completely full of shit. I think he'll squander why, why, why a do you lot think of our that? prestige. He spends too much money. He doesn't take a hard line in the Middle East. He's creating entitlement programs. They're going to bankrupt this country. He has waged class warfare and come down against success. It is not our birthright as Americans to be taken care of from the cradle to the grave. This is a warrior nation. We survive, we thrive, as long as we cleave rigorously to the concept of private enterprise and personal responsibility. And his every utterance goes in the face of that. What do you think? In, in short, where's Ronald Reagan now that we really need him? Well, was Mitt Romney Ronald Reagan and no, we rejected him? No, he was him? not. He was not. But what a fucking head of hair. That's true. 
That's true. And Dude, I, that fucker could give me a transplant? <laughs> Shit. Where do you see America going? You know, you must become, as a historical novelist, a bit of a prophet after a while. At least fancy yourself one, right? No, no, no. I'm like Barry Goldwater. Yeah. Senator Goldwater, it has been said that you shoot from the hip. And he goes, <laughs> goes yeah, and I never miss. We're not going see, down the drain in this country? What, I mean, nah, no, we're going to survive. Yeah, we're going we're to do swell. And what in, what in us is going to make us survive? What, what, you know, what's Correct. the element that can't be ruined? Sorry about my lower third being out of whack here. That P.J. O'Rourke described, and this is a very rough paraphrase, of America were descended from a grizzly bear and a stock market crash. We hold our sock hops in hell. And it gets better and better and better as he goes along. This I wish I had more of it memorized. Hi, it's Walter Kern from Byliner TV. Okay, uh, this is obviously just an ad. So anyway, uh, you know, first thing I like about him, he's kind of a right winger, which I, uh, you know, like. So that's groovy. I. You know, I really dig that shit, as he, as Elroy would say. Um, where do we go next in terms of Elroy clips? Where do we go next, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, I have a, I have a pretty good idea. Let's uh, first off, let me, uh, let me go back here. Let me let me move my lower third here to the left hand side where I usually have my thing. Let me also let me also shrink the window a bit there. Okay. There we are. Okay. Um we're we're kind of doing this editing live here on the floor, folks. Alright, where else do I wanna go here? Okay, um, ooh, let's see what, uh, what Elroy has to say about Jack Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe, that whole affair, what the uh, actual story on that was. Clip number two. All right, let's get this full screen again. Bingo. Jack Kennedy, let's cut the shit on. He was a two-minute man, and he was hung like a fucking cashew. JFK, <laughs> light switch. You see this right here? Yeah, he was a member of the Cashew Club, the club no man wants to belong to. I mean, you, you know who I got that from? A club that Owen Benjamin also belongs to. Most likely. I mean, granted he is, what, 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, but anyone who talks about, you know, dicks, about how huge his pee about how, you know, huge his, uh, you know, dick is, supposedly, a guy who's obsessed about it. 
isn't that big in reality, probably, actually, so you're welcome. There's your obligatory Owen bash for the evening. I got there from fucking Freddie O'Jash. Hey, kid, JFK was hung like a cashew. He was a two-minute... Freddie Otash, for those of you who uh, are wondering, Freddie Otash was one of the real-life private eyes in Los Angeles in the 1950s who would uh, go around and basically dig up dirt on celebrities and feed them to the early uh, tabloid rags here in America. Like, Confidential Magazine was one of them, um, hence the name L.A. Confidential. Hence the name uh, American Tabloid for one of Elroy's novels as well. That man. Jack Kennedy wanted to... Uh, 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 uh. Slip the schnitzel to the great women of the era over the course of two minutes, bullshit with them for a while, and send out for a club sandwich. That was Jack's deal right there. Jack was also, why mince words, a fucking hophead. He had every doctor on Bedford Drive in Beverly Hills writing the good shit for him. I know that to be true. It is true. Boy. Man, the Beverly Hills pharmacies went out of stock when Jack the K. You know who told me town. so? George McGovern. Really? Yeah. 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 He told me one time Jack lost his black bag of meds in West Virginia on a campaign stop and that the whole uh, situation shut. This is true, by the way. Jack Kennedy was our, you know, first hophead president, our first functional drug. Our first, uh, you know, high-functioning drug addict of a, of a president. And by the way, Ellen, Jack Kennedy was the one who wanted to send us to the moon, and we ended up doing it quite successfully in 69. You know, granted, he, he was a drug addict, but he still, you know, wasn't as crazy as you are, so... down for three days while they tried to find it because it was so scandalous the thought that yeah. somebody else would. Yeah, Jack was a hophead. Jack was a hophead. He was a member of uh, 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 the Cashew Club. But you asked me about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. First of all, Jack didn't really have affairs. He was a misogynist. He didn't want to get too close to women. He was introduced to Marilyn Monroe by a producer named Charles Feldman in 1954. He probably saw her eight times for an hour and a pop up through her death in the summer of 62. She OD'd, there's no conspiracy. Hi, it's Walter Kern from Byliner TV. Okay, now, you know, we'll, we may, I don't want to dive into the uh, Mar Marilyn Monroe conspiracies. There, there are conspiracies that she had dirt on the Kennedys or that, you know, she had dirt on other people. Doesn't really matter. It was 50 years ago, and she was an actress. Okay, moving on. Uh, probably, this is why I love Elroy the most. He is uh, super. He is super politically incorrect. 
uh, in the way he uses words. And, uh, you know, he loves to use politically incorrect language. This is one of the things that I love about his uh, writing, even here in 2019. So uh, this clip is called James Elroy's Dictionary of Slang. So let me get this full screen again and okay. I want a dictionary of American urban slang yeah. that you fucking approve of. That's Listen, Daddy O, the first thing <laughs> Yiddish, you gotta embrace Yiddish. <clears throat> it's from the gut. It just goes, it flies, and it looks good on the page. All those hard G's and those hard K's. Moving on, yep. if there's a hard C in any word that you write, you, Walter Kern, a C like that, fuck that shit. Three K's, KKK, right? Yeah. Your name's Kern, K-A-R-N, uh-uh, right. fuck that shit. K-K-K-I-R-N. You bring in some race shit, you bring in some white supremacist shit, it looks good on the page, it's outrageous, it reads, oh fuck, he said that, and it's funny, what does it mean? Before we came on, I said, you know, you're the Lenny Bruce of our time. Uh, I was trying to explain you to someone who hadn't read you the other day, and I said, uh, James cracked the genetic code of political correctness, and then he told the code to fuck off. He took the trashiest language in America and brought it front and center, which was the language of the tabloid, of the sleaze. Frank O'Connor, the great novelist, circa 1900, wrote The Octopus, the muckraking book about the building of the railroad, said, a literature that cannot be vulgarized is no literature at all and will not last. I revel in the American idiom. I love slang of any kind. I love those big hard Ks. I love Yiddish. I love black, junky, hepcat talk. I love police stories. I love racial invective. I love putting it yep. all together. Me too. Having fucking fun with it. But there are people out there who honestly think that cracking a fag joke is an equal to offense to lynching that guy up in Wyoming. And it simply isn't the case. My favorite line from Shakedown, currently on sale from Byliner, Fred Otash ruminates in Shakedown. I don't like Elroy. He's a right-wing religious nut and a backer of Mitt Romney's current White House bid. I'm an Obama man. I dig the notion of a coon president. How can you not have fun with that shit? Hi, it's Walter Kern from Byliner TV. Okay, I'm hoping so, that you subscribe. I'm hoping you're going to watch my show and others on the lip. So, as I mentioned, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to play uh, one more. Well, ac actually, and eh, we're we're. Uh, we're coming up on 30 minutes, and I do want to keep this show uh, relatively short here tonight. Meh. Uh, because I've got to do some other stuff tonight. But he, uh, he's a terrific uh, author, 
and I really recommend that you guys check him out. Um, so I'll link to his Amazon page in the description of the uh, video for you guys in the live stream and um, also for those of you listening to the audio podcast. I would uh, love to make this show a little longer, but needless to say, I still have some things that I have to do around here before I uh, leave for my trip uh, in the past, present, future hour. So in a way, folks, uh, I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. I realized that it was a bit unorthodox for me to talk about, like, my favorite authors. Um, But, you know, this book, this uh, show wasn't necessarily political tonight, but uh, I enjoyed diving into some other things tonight, and I hope you guys did uh, too. I'll probably, like, review some other movies and whatnot in future episodes um, as well. So in a way, folks, I want to thank you very much for uh, tuning in to tonight's show. Uh, I hope you all are having a great weekend as I'm enjoying uh, my vacation. uh, Or hopefully I will be enjoying my vacation when you guys see this. So in a way, folks, from all of us here at NGC Studios, good night, God bless, and God save this great nation. And I'll see you back once I uh, hear live next week. Uh, Good night, God bless, and uh, please check out James Elroy's books. God bless you all.